Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel, and welcome to this week's edition of the Amen Torah Podcast. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Tazria Mitzorah, a double Parsha this week, and let's get started. So, Parsha's Tazria Mitzorah is our second double Parsha of the year, after Bayalka We have another one coming up next week of Achrimos Kedoshim. And the most famous topic, the really the primary topic of uh, this week's Parsha, is Tsaras. Tsaras uh, is commonly translated as leprosy, but it's really nothing like that. Leprosy is an actual uh, disease, and saras is really a nace nigle. Saras, of course, came when a person would speak Lashon Hara. It would appear either on their body or on their clothing or on their house, um, and it would it would be a lesion. It would look sort of like a leprosy lesion, but it wasn't an actual disease. It was a nace from Hashem, that it was a simon from Hashem, Hashem sent you, uh, when you had spoken Lashon Hara. And uh, you would go to the Kohen, the Kohen would confirm that it was in fact Tsaras, and then you would be forced, if the Tsaras was on your body, you'd be forced to uh, go outside of the city, or in the case of the Midbar, you'd have to go outside of the camp for a week, and during that week you'd do tshuva for... Uh, the tsaras, and then the uh, Kohen would come and check you again after that week, uh, and if you had been cured, if you had done tshuva and the tsaras was gone, then you could return uh, to the camp, you could re-enter society. Now there's a famous medrash um, found in this week's Parsha, which we've discussed in previous years about tsaras, and the medrash goes like this. There was a peddler who was going through the streets uh, shouting, who wants to buy the elixir of life? Who wants the sam hachayim? The elixir of life. So Rvianai was uh, was close by, and he was learning, and he hears him. Uh, he hears this peddler shouting about the samachayim, this elixir, and he says, "I want it." So the peddler says, "No, no, no, you don't need it. You're you're fine." So Rvianai says, "No, no, I, I insist. I really want it." So the peddler comes and he takes out a sefer telem, and he quotes this pasuk. It's a very famous pasuk. It's in Paraglamadalid. It's really tupsukim. Me isha chavitzchayim. Who is the man that desires life? And then uh, we skip a little bit to the next Pasuk Yudalad. Uh, uh, stop your tongue from speaking evil. So we see that uh, it's very clearly in the, in the Pesukim. It says that if you want to live, then you shouldn't speak evil. You shouldn't speak Lashon Hara. And Rav Yanai, the story ends there. Rav Yanai said that he never understood the simple explanation of this Pasuk until this peddler came and explained it to him. And that's the Medrash. Now, there are many questions that could come up immediately uh, upon uh, hearing this story, and I just want to point out three of them. First one is that this peddler is not such a good businessman. You know, normally a peddler comes and he sells different things that people need, and uh, he makes money, and then he goes on to the next town. But this guy, he's handing out Moser. Now, if there's one thing people don't want to buy, it's Moser. So he's not exactly the greatest uh, businessman. So was he really a peddler? What, what's the story with this guy? And the second question is that even though Rav Yanai insisted that the peddler tell him, did the peddler really think he could teach Rav Yanai about this Pasuk? Of course Rav Yanai knew this Pasuk. So the peddler should have just said, Rav Yanai, you, you know what I'm going to tell you. I don't need to tell you. It's not like I don't want to tell you. I want to tell you, but you don't need me to tell you. You know this Pasuk already. So why the peddler, you know, like even if Raviana ins- is insisting on hearing uh, this Samachayim, the peddler should have said right away that you don't need it. And lastly, and this is the opposite of the previous Pasuk, of the previous question, how could it be that Raviana didn't know the explanation of this Pasuk? 
the, there's no way, like our second question was, there's no way that that the peddler should have taught Ravianai, because Ravianai for sure knew this puzzle already. How could the peddler assume that he didn't? And our last question is, how could it be that Ravianai actually didn't know? Because <laughs> that's what he says. He says that he never understood the Pasuk until the peddler explained it to him. What are you talking about? It's very, very simple. Who wants life? Don't speak bad. Don't speak evil. So these three questions are just a, a number of the questions that Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky asks on this medrash. And he explains it like this. He says, really, this peddler was just a peddler. However, not only did he sell household wares, kitchen items, uh, cleaning supplies, all these things, he didn't just sell those things, he also sold books. Svarim. In order to market his svarim, he said that he was selling the Samachaim, the elixir of life. Now, this is a very high claim. But says Rav Yaakov, this was a true claim. Why? Because the books were an elixir for life. Why? Because what was contained within the books was life itself. Because what kind of books was he selling? What kind of svarim was he selling? He was selling Torah. He was selling Tanakh. He was selling a Sefer Telem. So Ravyanai understood already that if he didn't speak Lashon Hara, he would have a long life. He knew the Pasuk. What he was looking for was the elixir. He was looking for something that would help him achieve his goal of not speaking Lashon Hara. What would take him there? What was the elixir that would grant it to him? And the peddler shows him. He shows him the Torah. He shows him the elixir. And says Rav Yaakov, Hashem gave us the Torah to study, to keep its laws. And it is an elixir that leads us to having a long life. And this was what Rivyanai was so surprised about. He knew the Pasuk, and he knew that he was learning, but he couldn't believe it was so easy. He couldn't believe that just Nitzor Lashon Chameira, in order to prevent himself from speaking evil, all he had to do was continue learning Torah. There are so many different suggestions and, and tips and, and, and uh, systems of how to prevent our speaking Lashon Hara. And they're all good to know, and they're all good to practice, and, and we should, as many as we can, we should learn and, and study and focus on and try to implement into our lives. But let us remember that as long as we have the Torah, as long as we're focused on the Torah and make that a focal point of our lives and, and implement that into our daily lives, then we have a special elixir ready for us that will help us constantly in our quest to stop speaking evil. Thank you very much, and have a great Shabbos. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. If you have any questions, comments, or to subscribe to the email newsletter, you can email me at amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. The email newsletter includes the written version of the Stvar Torah, as well as an MP3 download of this podcast. You can also get this podcast by going to iTunes and searching the Amem Torah podcast, or my name, Yosef Siegel. The podcast can also be downloaded from my website, hashkafahandbook.com, where you can also learn more about my book, Reality Check, A Handbook of Ashkafa. The written version of this Dvar Torah is available at oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. That's where the Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind blog is hosted. Please check out the Nation's Wisdom Project by going to nationswisdom.blogspot.com. And you could also find us on all of our various social media pages, facebook.com slash amemtorah, and Twitter at Amem Torah. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H. Thank you very much for listening, and until next time, have a great Shabbos.